What's up, guys? Welcome back to the My First Property Podcast. And today we have a friend and audience. This is the second time we met, right? Second time, real life, physi- la. real life, yeah, yeah, uh, right, physically, right, exactly. we met, and yeah. we got to know each other some time on Instagram. Uh, and it's weird because I know you via you tagging me on your materials. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Then my friend is like, uh, then I got because you sell to not not sell you 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 demonstrate your things and talks for a lot of corporate. Yeah. Then a lot of corporate will have my audiences also. Mm-hmm. Then like they will snap bits and pictures of me. Yep. Bro, use better pictures, uh. <laughs> <laughs> My my face on the, wow, the screen is huge. But anyway, to be fair, I update the photo every now and then, lah. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now 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 I lost weight, so okay. But anyway, uh, welcome Jen to the show. Yay! Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So uh, I think a little bit of yourself uh to the audience will be a serial entrepreneur. I think that's very exciting. Mm-hmm. I didn't know at all. Okay. <laughs> because we got to know each other is actually away from property side of things. Huh? Yeah, correct, correct. We only start talking about properties, yeah. Uh, so we never thought about entrepreneurship, never thought about it. Then I kind of listened to your podcast with, uh, so this is my why. Uh. Ah, probably uh, that one. That's uh, probably the longest podcast I've done. Yeah. Just talking so, about my story and all. Yeah. So I think the Forbes 30 under 30 thing was very exciting. Mm-hmm. Right. And then I like, suddenly, whoa, this guy is real. Okay, so that <laughs> kind of feels okay for being tagged. Okay. <laughs> uh, so before this, you thought it was spam. La. Yeah, I thought, hey, this guy using me as a material way. What you talk about? La? And, uh, this, this is always my thing. La. But mm-hmm. uh, maybe for the benefit of the audience, you can kind of introduce yourself a little bit. Uh. Sure, sure. So my name is Jen. I started mm. my journey on so-called entrepreneurship at the age of 17, actually. Mm. And I consider myself kind of like a accidental Mm. Entrepreneur. I mean, I grew up in a normal, very average Malaysian family. Not rich, no rich background, nobody throwing money at me, something like that. Uh, but in that process, I wasn't really gunning to mm. become an entrepreneur. I didn't grow up with a dream to become Elon Musk, Mark Zuckerberg, the next mm. Bill Gates and all that. In fact, I started my first company because I wanted to get a job. Mm. So very contradictory. Many people grew up thinking, that, oh, I want to become the next millionaire, billionaire. So I'm start business. For me, I start business because I want to put on my CV when I graduate uh, mm. that I start a job before. I start a company before. Now it failed. Uh, but because I've done that, give me a job. Mm. So, so that was my intention of starting my business uh, back then was in year one college. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's interesting because when I was in college, I realized that I needed to be different from my peers. You know, everybody can study and get good grades. Mm. Uh, everybody can join clubs and work part-time and get the kind of work experience, right? Mm. But I wanted an experience nobody could rep- easily replicate. So that's why I went to this path with the intention of building my CV that looks better than others. But long story short, that did not happen until today. Uh. Uh, I never had to build a CV. Feel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, so it's very interesting because that, what, that first business when I got into it, right, then I realized that I really enjoyed the building process. I mm. really enjoyed the learning. I really enjoyed the hustle. Mm. Uh, it was very, very difficult because at that young age, right, at 17, uh, I got turned down by many, many people. My mm. friends looked down on me. Mm. Uh, my lecturers at one point, I'm like, you know, just study lah. Why are you doing all this kind of mm. thing? My parents as well, right, were saying, ah, oh, you, you know, you should be working, uh, studying, spend more time studying, don't work, we send you to college, blah, blah, blah. Mm. A very typical Asian, Malaysian family kind of comments. Mm. Um, and it was even more challenging when you see your friends going out and have fun. 
mm. they go to cinemas la, they go yam cha la, mm. uh, they just hang out you know in between classes sometimes you have a morning class and a five hour break and an evening class uh, people just go out hang around and then I'm like hey no 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 I got some client meeting I have to meet my supplier I need mm. to meet my customer you know and they, they just think I'm crazy mm-hmm. right and then upon graduation I think that's where it hit it the most because I was still doing just very mediocre at the point of time and then you see your friends buy car la, mm-hmm. you know go holiday la, you know it's one of those silent flags where you come out hang out and then they put the car key on top of the table mm-hmm. la, you know that oh I just got back from Japan you know so tired and I'm like mm-hmm. wow good mm-hmm. for you you know, I, I, I didn't, cannot enjoy that kind of luxury mm. uh, But it was a process that I, that I really enjoyed I told myself that hey, if they're given another 2-3 years If there's no real breakthrough Then maybe I would really start mm. building the CV and get a job But guess what? That didn't happen uh, mm. Things started to pick up uh, And then I continued to own my craft in this whole entrepreneurship journey right? Mm. Then what from one business led to actually 7 others and then finally open minds uh, where mm. I'm at right now. Yeah, so I... Okay, uh, sorry for not doing good enough research about open mind was the only one that I can associate <laughs> with. <laughs> yeah, so like, why this guy keep using me? And then I okay, can keep finding out, oh, then that day you had a launch or so that I was supposed to go, but my kid fell sick. Uh, so what is open works actually? So open mind... Open mind, open works. <laughs> okay, I just watched some watch podcast so it's uh, a I think I know which <laughs> podcast are you referring yeah, to order mass PGs open work yeah double yeah. balance wheel okay anyway <laughs> yeah mm. yeah so open minds so open minds is actually a marketing technology consultancy firm mm. we help businesses find gaps and opportunities in marketing and then use technology to resolve it mm. so we look into data analytics we look into automation we look into a lot of AI work and we just celebrated our 11th year uh, anniversary oh, so long already, right? it's been Quite, a, quite some time Yes, yes I really only know property uh. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing else I know really. yeah, uh. and, and we function in three countries right now So mm. we're in Malaysia We're in Singapore We're in Hong Kong mm. Soon by the end of this year We'll be having our fourth uh, office In Shanghai as well Prior to this We used to have a Kazakhstan office Which is pretty interesting mm. uh, But we shut that down I think in 2017 Mm-hmm. Uh, also. So we do a lot of marketing technology work And our goal has always to be able to develop this ecosystem of technology right? Mm. So through that, we have a lot of different subsidiaries So one of it, the, the launch that we had was Open Academy mm. uh, The one that we wanted to digitize experts into yep. bite-sized content right, in Through the app so that we can distribute it to, mm. to the world And then we have another one that focuses on performance marketing We have another one that really focuses on the R&D side of Marketing technology In fact Soon we also have something That's related to property too Ooh Hmm Hmm That is also kind of like A personal interest Injected into the company You know And to see What we can do with it Yeah, yeah. So like when, when this Like 11 years ago right? 11 years ago 2012 Then when did The spark for property start To be honest right I grew up in an environment where property is not really a thing, especially property investment. It was, mm. was those typical mindset of you buy one house, married, enough ready, I get married and then stay there forever. Lah. Uh, you know, yeah, if yeah. it becomes very rich, then you buy a bungalow and then that's mm, it. Mm, right? Mm. Not so much from an investment perspective. Mm. I think partially also because, well, my parents had some failed investments in properties mm. before this as well. So it's always a pretty dangerous. Mm. Game right So my first property When I bought I think that was probably In 2015 2015 
Yes. Not long ago. Yeah. Two one five, two one four. That's the mm. first. And when I bought that, it was the intention of basically. Uh, that's the place I'm going to stay, lor. Oh. Eventually, I'm going to get married, uh, settle down, and mm. and and that's it. There was no concept of investment in property because it's a dangerous mm. place to be, mm. and was really just that. And of course, through that first property, also, I made many mistakes, lah. Yeah, I jumped to the end game, really. Right? So literally, it was the the dream property mm. at back there, which is the place I'm staying right now, actually. Mm-hmm. So not so dream after all, lah. Yeah. Huh? Uh, but. <laughs> I bought that with the with the thought of that would be my end game. That we are oh, good enough already. This is the Aradamansara. This is the Aradamansara one. Okay, correct, yeah. correct. So I thought that it's good enough. Mm. The size, well, it's alright. You know, to be a small family and whatnot. Mm. So that's one mistake. A second one was that well, I went in with two names. Mm. I went in with two names, and that two name did not work out. So went through the whole process of splitting it and mm. going through all that more money out from pocket. But I'm still there right now, lah. La. Sorted out already, yeah. Sorted name. out already. Sorted <coughs> out already. So okay, I assume it's your girlfriend, ah. Yes. Okay. Yep. Hey, yes. don't people guessing, man. Okay, my, my grandmother, right? <laughs> Maybe you can talk uh, through that a little bit, mm. right? So when you get that together, so now if you want to buy out, I assume again there was no return thing before, no agreement. No, okay, no. Okay, no one foresee you'll break up, ah. Right? Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no return. Uh. Maybe it was a. It would be a better idea to have something written, but no, lah, because mm. this was supposed to be our forever home, right? That's a dream. We put a name together. We mm. buy the place. Mm. Yeah. So like did you agree on the buyout? So she asked for a buyout. Yes. At current price or back then price? At current price. Ooh. At current price. It was the entire deal was structured against me lah uh, to some extent, uh, right? But I understand because of circumstances. Mm. Uh so on top of the bank loan that I needed to service, I also needed to negotiate uh. another loan with her uh, 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 to buy off that portion mm. uh, in that sense over a period of time. Then you went to a lawyer to say that uh, we want to refinance this or we just turn it over. At that point of time, the advice I was given is to refinance the whole thing. Mm. Under your name straight away. Under my name straight away. Mm. So everything has to be rewritten. As an S&P, a new one is mm. written, the whole refinancing. So it's as though we are buying a, a sub sale uh. just that I'm buying a 50% yeah. portion yeah, yeah, uh, from yeah, the yeah, other yeah. person yeah. so same lah all the fees the stamping everything yeah. comes Put out down yeah or give the government correct correct correct. and that's what the, I think the new budget I think under this new administration uh, is very friendly to family members transferring over mm. Yeah, so like brothers and siblings or whatsoever, right? Now you want transfer, transfer but then on this topic also because a lot of older folks uncle auntie mm. apparently they are my audience <laughs> because of this madani thing should i transfer all my properties to my son no <laughs> yeah why <laughs> why hold it until you go down la. never mind what, what yeah let them wait la. let mm. them drool right then the, they tell you pay tax not you pay what they pay what? yeah yeah <laughs> no inheritance tax also which is another good thing but anyway this is something just for the audience who is listening then coming back to that right how many years it took to recover from that? Monetarily, yeah. Monetarily, of course. Nah. Wow. This is not a... I mean, I mean, because I think I took about two years. Right, just to sort ju- out everything. Just to sort out everything. So it was a very tiresome process mm. to go through because the, the whole paperwork has to restart. It, it's like really getting a loan over, right? Yeah, so yeah, you need yeah. to go see the banks and then get the rates and then mm. go sign, go through that. And then on top of that, you're serving now technically two loans. Mm. Uh, so that actually took about two years to have everything settled. And was it easy for you as a business owner to get loan, I think, that time? Not at all. 
Not, not at, at all. all. Not at all. And especially at that point of time when the company wasn't doing as well as it is right now, right? We're still on the building mm. stage at the point of time. The banks were very unfriendly. Mm. The banks were making it very difficult. They want to see all the audited accounts. La. They want to basically go through as many documents as they can. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, you also face with a rejection or a ridiculous mm. rate. You know that there's a rate lower, mm-hmm. but you're always given the higher end. Yep, yep, yep. I think that's something a lot of entrepreneurs should know. Like on a good year, right? Do consider getting one. Yes. Definitely, definitely. <laughs> not, uh, <coughs> not every year so good, one, uh. Yeah, and not only that, I think it's about the documentation you keep for yourself as an individual as well. I think mm. a lot of business owners, I hope I don't get caught for this, but a lot of mm. business owners try to run tax, right? Mm-hmm. So they don't draw so much as a salary. They don't declare as much yep, yep, yep. just because, well, I'm a business owner, the company money is mine, blah, 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 right? Mm. They find other ways to disperse the money and that actually works to your disadvantage yep exactly right? so if you just want cash up front sure that that can be something mm-hmm. you do but if you really want to build that credit record you want to buy properties right that doesn't help at all zero mm. you actually need to maintain that salary or whatever that you declare for at least two years or mm. even more sometimes depending yep. on what uh, industry that you're in and how big your company is yep. all this could add as additional documentation for you to secure their loan no, I think this is something like a lot of employees don't understand. Like they don't know like, hey, yeah, six months, then six months, then some three months or so can already. Mm-hmm. Yep. Especially if you work for a MNC. MNC, or a, uh, then correct. Then, oh, you work for this one. Uh. Don't even need to see. Yeah, oh. exactly. You just mentioned the company. I have friends like that, right? They, uh. they go into a top consultancy firm uh. and then all they need is, oh, I work in this particular. Oh, can, no problem. Uh. And then immediately, oh, yeah, can get. It's like as if they won't get fired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Correct, correct, <laughs> correct. <laughs> so, so that's the benefit that when certainty is on your end which is my mindset at all uh, at first when I got my first property mm. I knew that oh, as the sun comes up tomorrow my salary will bang in every 28 mm-hmm. so use that to the advantage but if you're a business owner right wow, I think just to buy a property the fear is way higher yes huh? mm-hmm. suddenly like oh, whether you like it or not business must do well now correct Correct, correct. So I think it's it's added pressure as well, especially if you have a team of people in a business, right? Whether it's 5, 10, 20, 30, whatever the amount is. Uh-huh. Now, yes, you can even you can secure that loan, uh, the responsibilities on you to feed that 10, 20, 30 people, right? Uh, uh, that, that is definitely added pressure. I've went through that countless times. Uh-huh. I mean, in our early days, especially, I still remember occasions where our bank account only has like two digits. Mm and we have a team of 25, mm-hmm. right? And me and my business partners were like, whoa, can lah, can lah. We, we just need to hope clients pay and somehow cash flow gets activated. Mm-hmm. And I think many business owners, especially if it's their first business there, don't pay attention, not just to their own personal credit, but also the company's credit yep. health, right? Yep. Many people tend to just, yeah, got spare money, just put in FD, or they just really use the cash, really dollar to dollar on the monthly, mm-hmm. monthly basis. But they also forget that as a company, you also need your own credit line. Yep. And banks only like you when you are doing well. The credit line is only extended when you are yeah. doing well. Yeah. So it's kind of contradictory to some extent, uh, but that's how the financing mm. world works. Yep, 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 yep. That's why the, throughout COVID, suddenly everybody understands what's credit line. Mm. Yep. Uh, why it's 90 days, why it's 180 days. Yep. But then, yeah, that's why sometimes people are very envious of business owners because mm. you've got cash rich, right? And the misunderstanding of cash on hand doesn't mean credit. Yes, so, 100%. Yeah, so this is something that uh, I think business people should understand, right? If not, you get all the money in the world, right? Then you still cannot buy a house. Yes, 
Correct. Then you suddenly take one lump sum of big cash and buy, right? Then you activate another problem. Correct. Then you flag something somewhere. Uh, yep. <laughs> exactly. And they come and officer kind of knock in your door. Hey, a high spot jack. Oh, yeah, yeah. That would be a totally different nightmare. Mm. Then, okay. After that incident, like, Jana, you also say that your parents also made mistakes in investment. Yeah. Wow. Then how did you buy your first? They were actually quite reluctant, right? Mm. But being in do running my own business, I knew how to say the right things and pitch and, uh, and, uh, and, and build a case, lah, basically. Mm. So the thing before I bought the one in Arada Mansara right now, I constantly seed the message to my parents mm. as well, right? That I've been looking to at this showroom this weekend, I'm going here, I'm seeing mm. this. So, so I shared the brochure, I had oh, the conversations. So of a son you are. Uh, just to have the conversation. Uh. Right, so in the beginning, there were of course a lot more resistance. Like, why don't you buy? You know, you're mm. not getting married yet, ma. You just continue to stay here, lah. You know, mm. with us, not good, man. You know, mm. we can have dinner, whatever. So all this family pitch starts coming out, right? But over time, right, when I share, 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 and then finally, when I say, hey, I think I've decided with this one, they were actually quite supportive when that happened. Mm. But when I separated with my girlfriend, mm. uh, then a different story, lah. Nah, I tell you already, lah. Nah, ah. see, nah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Correct, correct. Then oh, suddenly, yeah. right? Wow, the as, as though there was a crystal ball and yeah. everything got photoed. Yes, yeah. correct. I think this is also something that we as investors, right, we all go through the same. Mm-hmm. Like for me, this one, my my first property, I just buy, and then I tell, oh, I buy a property. <laughs> okay, wow. <laughs> then they're like, what? <laughs> you got you got loan, man? Like, Duh. <laughs> so so uh, and this. Post game analytics syndrome, mm. I, I call it. So when you make money or not, right? Everyone always comes to you later after yeah. things happen. Yeah. But during the game, like what to do, right? Yeah. keep quiet. Right? Yes, and it's not just with investments. I think in business also the yeah, same yeah, thing, yeah. right? You start a business, you go into it, and yeah, I told you it doesn't work one. Mm. You know why you didn't listen to me? You mm. didn't read enough. You didn't research enough. Yeah. Then you do well. Then yeah, yeah. See, I told you so. Mm. Sure can do. It's a good time, right? Mm. Yeah. Too often, too often. Uh, so, okay, because my, my entire theory of doing this channel also because I think property as a topic within the dinner table conversation is not done thoroughly. No, I agree with that as well. It's not done thoroughly. At least in my family, I think uh, a lot of my friends' family as well. Yeah. Uh, it's something not talked about unless the family has a history of ah. successful investments. Mm. Right, then they will talk about it, right? So I know some of my cousins, their family has, you know, a string of properties as mm. well. So that's something very natural. They always talk, hey, you know, there's this showroom, do you see mm. uh, this is a price right now? Do you buy and all, you mm. know? So that, that's very common, uh, but not in mine. Mm. Mine is always property is related to kind of throwing money the down, the down drain, la, you uh, should save it you should do it you know go holiday even better yeah that, that kind of a mindset hmm. then okay after that how was your second property then because it's so hard to get the first because i always seen this right once they have a painful experience on one mm. that creates the stigma and buy property investment for the whole family tree <laughs> yeah because every time people want to buy something, now nah, you see, you see, now nah, that Coco also <laughs> faced the same thing. Really, you still want to repeat, uh, Yeah, yeah. How was the, then? Like, how did you get back into like second, the, the second thing? I think because after everything settled, when the dust settled for the first property, right there, after the separation and yeah. everything got got in place, then that was the time I started getting a little bit more exposed to mm. the concept of property investing. But again, of course, that was very preliminary. So. A lot of the things that you share on the channel, mm. I definitely did not do. Didn't visit 20 and whatever else, oh. right? Um, 
<laughs> yes, yes. But but I, I went into property because that time of the mm. period we are already starting to service some uh property clients. Ah yeah. So that is where conversation started, right? Mm. So we were forced to show rooms because no choice. That is our ah, client, yeah. right? So that's where we started learning uh, a lot more and because they are our clients we also get those associate rates yeah. and you know the pre-sale we get to choose units first and uh, a lot of benefits that comes mm. uh, with that as well so there was this particular one that I thought hey, not, not bad you know I knew the entire master plan I mm. understood what was going on and it was a good deal uh, so I went to it this time without parents' knowledge. Yeah, yeah. This time I just went in on my own. Way easier. Yeah, way way easier. Yeah. And I and I thought I knew lah, right? Yeah. So 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 I went in. That, that was my second. Mm. That was in Bukit Jalil. Yeah. Mm. Nice, nice. Yeah. So this is where I try to have conversations with a lot of audience, right? On the hurdle here. Mm. Not so much on like what to do and all. Like, yeah. Oh, I want to buy. Then how? Actually, like yeah, in, yeah. You know what I mean? Yes, Once yes. you step into a sales gallery, right, then you're pushed into the correct, whole journey. Correct. Already. And they're very good salespeople. One, uh, sometimes yeah. you go in go in without the intention to buy, right? Uh. Boy, but their pitch mm. is so good that you mm. okay la, booking first man, now my can refund, right? Uh, book first. La. Mm. Yeah. Every time you show walking out with a booking form. Right? Yep, yep. Sure. Right? <laughs> they're very good at their job. <laughs> yeah. So when did you came across my channel? The funny thing is that I've watched some of your early videos before, mm, mm. but I think at that point of time, it, it really did not click because maybe I was still very early in property as well. So mm. it was always like a, a review video that randomly popped up, right? So mm. I knew of your existence, but somehow it just did not click like what were you trying to do and what you're mm. trying to achieve of mm. your channel as well. It only started getting real maybe during the pandemic. Mm. Right, because during the pandemic, we all knew that the developers were a little bit more desperate, right? Yeah, so there yeah, are better yeah. deals, and then the government was pu- pushing out uh, a lot more yep. incentives at that point of time as well. That is where I started looking in greater detail, and I guess that is the also the official point of time I realized, hey, actually this guy legit. really not bad, ah, legit, ah, legit. And then that's where I started following a lot closer mm, mm, uh, compared to the early days. Early days was if you pop up, you pop up. Lah. You don't uh, pop up, then never mind because yeah. it's just a review video, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Hmm. You know, I think pandemic was the days where suddenly like, <gasps> everybody. And the cool thing is I, I got a property during pandemic. Mm. Then uh, there was a lot of nasty comments around that video. Uh-huh. And I print screen all of them. Uh-huh. Okay, wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it's going to hand over soon. Mm-hmm. And I bought, I think the property was... Uh, 700, 600 plus per square feet. Mm. Now latest in Bukit Jalil, right? Uh-huh. Latest asking price is thousand. Thousand, yeah. Mm. I told you so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, no more, no more such thing already because they're again desperate. Everything. Yes, yes. Interest rate was one point nine. Exactly, exactly. Uh. So that's where I got my third one uh, during mm. pandemic. Yeah. It's way easier to qualify for a loan yes. than you usually cannot qualify. Correct. Uh. That was the first time I felt that the bank actually wanted to do business with me. <laughs> <laughs> that they're so happy to have the conversation, uh. you know? Mm. Then, okay, selfish question. When did you put me into your materials? Actually, as soon after the pandemic. Uh. Well, uh, I'm not a trainer or speaker by uh. profession, right? So yeah. I'm more of a consultant. I help yeah. brands directly. But every now and then, I'm given opportunity to share about mm-hmm. the industry, best practices, what mm. people should look out for. And I'm blessed to be invited like, to universities, tech conferences around the yeah, region. I see you all in talks. La. Yeah, so, so there, there are a lot of talks that I do, uh. right? So one of the trending 
discussion points is always content creation like what mm-hmm. kind of content people should be creating and naturally i would find education content mm-hmm. things like you are doing and many others some of them are yeah. doing whether it's in podcasts or videos are doing as well and i thought that it would be good to show them that even in a boring industry or a legacy industry mm-hmm. like like property i mean real estate has been around for forever yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. right and even a topic like that could be turned into an educational content mm. right of course i have other examples from different industries as well to to put up the picture mm-hmm. just to show a point uh, that every industry no matter how boring you think it is mm. uh, you can turn it to educational content you can just push it out so you are one of the prime examples that i've mm. been bringing yeah. around as well to show cool how nice if my face is a bit more handsome Handsome lah. <laughs> <laughs> Ugly also can buy that. Okay lah. Okay. <laughs> okay. I want to go through this because like just now you were a bit shy in sharing the properties uh, mistakes, right? But I think that uh, like now looking back, okay, let's not discuss how many really. But I see you acquiring a lot very actively, mm-hmm. and you show here, well, new property here, new property there. Then like also, I also can so. But because I buy okay, a sub sale, man, that's uh-huh. why it's way longer. Yeah. So then like ah. <sighs> But can you also share, like, from your perspective, right, the common mistakes? Let's 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 list like four common mistakes that your you and your peers would have gone through. Then you you hope that you can avoid. Mm. I think the first thing that comes into my mind, right, is actually believing everything the agent or the salesperson says. Ah, you. I that, didn't say one. Huh? Uh, that, that, that's the first thing that comes to mind because I mean sometimes they sugarcoat many mm. things, right? So sometimes the facts are real, but because of how they package that fact, mm. right, uh, suddenly it becomes very relatable. They are trained to tap into the emotions very well, so it's very important to verify that. I also found that sometimes even if they're able to show you an. Excel calculation, right? Of see, this is my research and all that. You actually don't need to rush. Mm. Take that shit, right? Mm. Go back and go search for yourself. Yeah. To to do that because I have seen right some, for example, Airbnb projects or rental projects, right? They say, oh, hundred percent can cover loan. Oh, sounds mm. good, lah, right? Mm. I go back. I sometimes on the spot, I take out my phone. I go on Airbnb, right? You say this area yeah, 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 can yeah. what four five hundred ah per per night, right? So I search. Now 180 only. Uh, yeah. Where this 450 oh, come uh, from? Double peak, double peak. Ah, yeah, yeah, uh. correct. Double peak. Oh, this one during New Year, why not? Yeah, but normally it's 180. Uh. So, how, how does this work out, right? So, many people just stop at that point, yeah. right? Without doing that additional double confirmation, which is very, very important. Which reminds me, there was one time as well, I won't disclose where this project is, somewhere in PJ, right? Uh, and this, this new, I think it's a Soho or condo, I can't remember. It's connected to a mall. Mm. And this particular sales staff was so enthusiastic in pitching how good this mall is, mm. right? Like, oh, it's so convenient. Imagine you wake up, you can go there, your food is there and all of that, right? And then it says how convenient it is. But then there's two things that was very strange. One, it does not come with car park. Mm. Okay, so I said, but you're in PJ. How can you not have a car? That mm. area has no LRT. The nearer LRT is probably like a kilometer plus away, right? Mm. I said, oh, no, no, it's, it's okay. It's still quite within the, the driving this, uh, for Grab and mm. all that. Not very expensive. Then number two, the mall is not doing very well. Yeah, huh? yeah, yeah, yeah. So I said, so would you personally, would you go to the mall yourself? Mm-hmm. Suddenly his face changed. There was a awkward silence for a bit. They said, yeah, not bad, what? The more, <laughs> you know? That, 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 then you know, right? Yeah, yeah. So I think it's important uh, for people to just don't take the word as is. You need to recognize what you are buying, where you are buying, the situation over there, and do your own research. Mm. Uh, that, that's definitely top. 
number one. Don't get sucked into you know the emotions and how mm. nice the show unit looks like. Yeah, I think it's because a lot of people worry on the losing out on the potential gains that they get. Hmm. Hmm. Wow! If I buy uh, this, is how much I will make ah? Uh, counting the chicks before they actually hatch lah. Uh, yes. That's yes. The, but many people also don't realize, right, when they do that comparison, because I I was once at mm. that group of people also, right? So it's very easy, right? You say, oh yeah, you see the loan, uh, the loan is only let's say 2k. Mm. Here you rent out 2.5 for you definitely make money already, mm. law. But many people don't recognize that all the hidden cost that comes in to even maintain the place. All this actually adds up. Mm. Right, and then people also need to be able to see the opportunity cost. Yes, so you put this to secure, right? And it's a long term game, very, very long term game. We're talking about 10 years mm. minimum kind of game, right? Is there other places you can make that money back mm. faster if your intention is really to make money? Make money? Yep. Because if you're going to sink in, let's say, even 2,000 ringgit per month, one year worth of that sum, or five years worth, or 10 years worth of that sum, right? Mm. Could be something else yep. compared to just that. Because not only that, you're 2000, 2005 with maintenance fee or that, you're actually still bleeding yeah. some from the cash flow one. Yep, yep, so yep. actually, uh, you are kind of on a negative. Mm. Is that the game you want to play? Yep, yep, yep. And mm. to do this for extended period of time uh, for 10 years. Many people don't see that. They just see the immediate, right? Oh, yeah, should be okay. Mm. Yeah, but mm. there's opportunity cost that's hidden that people don't realize. Very good. Very good. Because. Yeah, a lot of people, sooner or later, when you go to 20 different properties, right, I always tell people, right, you realize that sales gallery is the best conversion funnel. I agree. <laughs> I agree. <coughs> when you see, show you need, oh, imagine you living here. Yeah. Show you need put down two to 300,000, uh, every show you need, easily. Uh. Mm. So, of course, you must feel good. And <laughs> okay. the second thing, so what's the second mistake that you uh, reckon? The second thing is don't join name law. <laughs> <laughs> This happened to me, right? It's uh. happened to me specifically as well. Don't, don't join you. I think no matter how sure you think you are, mm. uh, it's you. You don't want to do it. Mm. And I think sometimes it's just it's beyond the relationship thing that, that we talked about just now. Yep. But I think it's if you are looking at it from investment point of view as well, it, it just doesn't make sense, lah. Mm. Why have two people carry? You use up that slot, you know, mm. we always talk about that, that two 90% mm. slots in Malaysia. Why use up that slot? And on top of that, why put two people in that credit burden if you can put on yep. one, right? Yeah, it, yeah. it just doesn't make sense. Then why would two person be liable when something should be just on, on, on a single one? I mean, I'm glad I learned that early on my yeah, investment yeah, yeah, and yeah. not like a few in and then only I realized. Mm, mm. Um, but it's a painful process. Monetarily, time, very time consuming. It's really not worth it. And it just burns off the interest at all. It burns off. It, it really burns off. Because when you're going through it, right, you we have to remember that it's not just a monetary process, you know. You have to meet the lawyer a few times, lah. Mm. And then the negotiation with the other party, right? Mm. Then your emotions come into play as well. Mm. Then it's a it, it it's a balance between are you going for the the emotions part or the monetary part? How do you work this out? You know? Mm, mm, mm. And especially if it's going to be a relationship that it's broken off in a not amicable way, right? Mm. Let's say it's it's oh, my lawyer one. to your lawyer. Yeah, huh? correct. Then it's gonna be even worse. Mm. Right, so it really depends on the situation, but why why go through that? Mm. Don't 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 put yourself through those unnecessary stress. Yeah, lo. That's why for for my fellow brothers <laughs> out there, right? Uh, hold your horses. Mm. If you really want to use the ninety uh, percent slot, right? 
Just buy under them And you pay Even if you split up right mm. Let them continue pay lah uh. <laughs> You don't have to Actually be liable You know yep. And and I think the liability Is worse than Every month paying mm. I think that is uh, Something you learn But There's also this debate Where Because two person Only can qualify For the 300,000 property mm. Right I really need two person Just to qualify for mm. that then does it make sense still? Mm. My opinion is no. Mm. Rent first of mm. If you cannot afford the house that you see on, right? Just rent first of mm. It's clearly stated that in your face, you cannot afford. Yep. yep. Why die die want to? Yep. I'm, I share the same opinion right now, but I can so-called relate to those that say that mm. because I was also in that boat, right? And mm. I use temptation because it's, it's really, really temptation. One. Yep. You know, we still have the stigma of, oh, if I own a property, it's, it's mine. Mm. And mm. somehow that concept of it's mine, right, feels very good. Mm. As an individual, right? Oh, we have our own place. I have house. You know, you don't have house. Mm. You know, you renting. Somehow the stigma is still there. It's, it's very strange, right? Mm. But sometimes, honestly, uh, when I see some of my friends that are doing very well in their career, but until today, right, they're only renting. Uh, to be honest, sometimes I, I'm a bit jealous as well. Mm. Because they're like, every year, right, they shift from one penthouse to another penthouse, from this from one Kara to Bangsa, from Bangsa to KLCC, right? Mm. And they just do it. They just pack luggage. Hire a mover They move in Everything fully furnished Wi-Fi all provided They just stay mm. And then I'm like Wow I stay here like So many years already uh. I mean nothing wrong With staying in a place But you know You look at The, the, the pros and cons yep. Where people need to realise That renting is actually Not a bad thing mm. At all Yep. And I've also learned To the hard way That your dream home Don't always stay As a dream home There's always a bigger dream Right You're yeah. 300,000 now Sure But very soon mm. You will have a 600,000 yeah. I have a business associate Right That was I mean he has his first kid Then he was eyeing This one particular property And then he was very sure Of going with that already He was going through The final phases Decided already And then second kid come Suddenly that one He was go- going for That he thought It was the Dream mm. property suddenly got eliminated because mm. the needs change, right? Yeah. But thankfully, he hasn't paid anything, he hasn't mm. signed anything, so he was able to make that U-turn. But many people sometimes have went into it yeah. without thinking of what's next, right? Then when the second kid comes and the third kid comes or mm. change of job, you are no mm. longer in KL. Right now, you are in Shah Alam, for example. Mm. Then what happens? All this needs to be considered yep. before really just joining their name to buy their property. La. Renting, it's, it's a good start. Exactly my case. <laughs> I can share this again we where I buy the Boogie Jaleo one Thinking mm. that me and my wife Going to live inside mm. Then uh, Okay lah Three bedroom Good enough uh, Right Then suddenly the kid came mm. Oh the kid Okay lah Still okay lah Then we just uh, Got in a helper mm. Oh suddenly got packed lah <laughs> I cannot live like that like, Hey go and buy A bigger house Then mm. go and buy one In uh, Eco Ardens Right mm. Buy already Then like hey, You know what What if the second one Come mm. Mm. Okay, you want the second one. Okay, so <laughs> how I upgrade in life is I upgrade OPEX, meaning I, I'm looking for a personal chef mm. instead of me changing into a fancy car. Mm, I mm, look mm. into saving my time more. Mm. Then I look into driver. Mm. So if that guy, so where that guy chill? Yep. The guy I chill with him, they watch TV together in the living room, and, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. He needs a particular restroom. Correct. So then, like, hmm. Then, what? If I keep, by the time I buy, the need should be eliminated mm. anyway for three years. Yes. Uh, so exactly. Wah, that's exactly. where I realized that hey, maybe renting is not that big of a deal. But if, especially if you are single, right? One plus one, mm. it's so easy to move. Yeah, it is. 
Oh, like when we say one luggage bag, right? Yeah, correct. Wow, I think I, I hear that I'm so envious. Because like ninety eight percent of things in the house is all my kids, man. <laughs> <laughs> I just need a laptop. I can go. With <laughs> That's it. true for you. Uh, for him, it's oh yo. Now I need to engage a lot of movers, like if you want to move out, right? I need to yep. plan. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Wow, that's a good lesson. The second one, don't join him. Yeah. And but I think you're the second guest that shares uh-huh, this. Really? Okay. Uh, the first one was uh, pretty dramatic, the younger one, right? I think the property just hand over, so I, I should check it out. So. Mm. Yeah, you were saying? No, I was saying that uh, apart from going through that mess, some people also don't realize that if something like that do happen, mm. depending on where you are financially, right, you may not be even be able to take on that loan yourself. Mm. Because it's a joint name, right? And then you inter- you love that property a lot. You want to stay in that. So fine, you're going to buy over. But if your earning capability mm. has not reached that 300,000 loan mm. side of things as well, you may be forced to let it go mm. and that would be also not a nice process to go through oh. because now you technically don't have a place mm. because you can't own mm. right so that's why I think I've, I've heard you also shared on the channel where it's also important for people to focus on their own earning capability first as well which is something I resonate a mm. lot right you need to be able to have that base uh, before you make yeah. big moves uh, like that so having that join name also has that risk yep. right because what if it's one year in what if it's two year in you know maybe you project yeah your salary can reach a certain point mm. but that takes five years something bad happens in two and a half years mm. uh, what happens next yep. and then yep. you may go back to renting I don't know right mm. mm-hmm. uh, something else also think of I guess yeah lo. that's the like a big taboo that a lot of people don't want to talk about mm. sure my loan keeps getting rejected why uh? mm. you're poor <laughs> Then suddenly, oh, why you, why you discriminate uh, now? Mm. You think you YouTuber, mm. you can say people <laughs> poor. Uh? No, you're buying a 2.5 million house. Yeah, yeah. Bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a lot of people really don't get it, like how loan works. Like if the money is almost 2,000, you need at least 6,000 monthly salary to actually qualify. Yeah. That is provided like you buy a normal car. Yes. A minimal living lifestyle. Yes. Then don't ball, right? Yes. <sighs> Yeah, the challenge is people want everything, right? So they want a 2.5 million house, they mm. want uh, maybe a half a million car, mm. they want everything at top notch at their range. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. when that adds up, mm. obviously it just doesn't make sense. Mm, mm, mm. Then when you say that you're not making enough, mm. then like, hmm, John, you're very cruel, huh, Sean? Very I, I think uh, it's not even cruel. Sometimes I get people saying that, oh, do you see what car I drive or not? Mm. How dare you say I'm not earning enough? Ah. Right? Like, <laughs> mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Moving on, the third one. The third one, other than what I've shared, I think what we just talked about was probably the third, third <coughs> thing as well. I think mm. we inch into it, which is really working on your own capabilities and mm. then buying within that capabilities, that range, yeah. that, that range of yourself. That whole dream home concept can be parked aside mm. when you are building your particular career you know i think right now many people are starting to look into properties again and everybody's like, oh buy house buy house buy house really you know? there, there is at least my circle and people mm. that i speak to especially younger ones uh, mm. maybe they watch your channel uh, you know so, so 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 they say wow maybe this is the <clears throat> direction move so the, people have that dream and mm. i think it's quite common in malaysia to have the dream to own a house right mm. so with that it's more important to work on yourself first to build that capability then you have the option Right, uh, and don't get yourself trapped into that long-term hole of yeah. servicing the loan yeah, because yeah, yeah, at yeah, the yeah. time it, you have a lot more far lesser options to go about 
Then, oh, then it comes back to your situation, right? Because mm. you're a business owner. Mm. Okay, because of emotions, lah. You want to settle down. But looking back, right? Would you do the same house? Maybe not join in, but mm. buy the same house again. Mm. Because that down payment, that commitment could have been another new business. Yes. Well, if you look at it today, because now it's mm. many years past, right? Actually, mm. I don't regret because now also appreciated already, lah. Okay. <laughs> so, so I'm like, oh, rental demand there, appreciated. So, so, so not too bad. But if you ask me at that point of time, I would say yes. I would definitely mm. reconsider and pick something within my means. In in fact, maybe I would just continue staying in my parents' place at that point of time, mm. save up a bit more, build the career a bit more, a bit more stable before I proceed with a property at that range. Yeah. That point of time. Yeah. Because the extra three to four thousand a month, wow, makes a lot of difference. Right, it makes a lot of difference. Yes, but I think I guess it's fortunate also because I'm not a car person, so I don't really mm. care what I drive. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so maybe that helps because the car loan usually takes up quite significant as yeah, well, depending on the car. Some right? guys said it's like one third of your salary for car. Yeah, which is like, actually why, why crazy. Yeah, it's actually oh. pretty crazy. Yeah. yeah. Cool, cool. Because I take a very different stand to it. Because like all the people like, if you're 25 again, would you buy both of these? Mm. Like, to me, I would. Mm. Especially like today lah. Mm. I would like double down on whatever new technology that's mm. emerging. Buy later. Make money first. Mm. Right? Then only figure out how to buy. Because yep. the, the changes and this myth of 10 year cycle thing, right? Mm. That was when technology takes so long to advance and yeah. communication takes so long to establish. Yeah. Now, here got launch. Immediately, you know. Correct. Last time to just get it out, right? Need three days, newspaper. <sighs> correct, correct. Billboard lah uh, and all uh, that, uh, yeah. Uh, uh. So, I think this 10 year rule, I think no more even. All of you 10 year cycle, right? Property will boom, right? Like, who makes this rule? <laughs> Yep, yep, mm, yep. Mm, mm, mm. But truly, I think if you are much younger, it, it, it always pays off to work on your career first. Mm, mm, mm. Right? Build that, that net, build that savings that you have, build your credit score, build that monthly income that you have mm. to create options. I think the best part about that age, right, is you want to put yourself in the position with options yeah, I think rather options than locking words. yourself mm. down, right? Because look, if you're 25 years old, I mean, let's say you get a 4K salary, right? Mm. Do you really want half of it or three parts of it to go into something mm. and then you're surviving off 500 ringgit per month 1000 ringgit really meh mm. is that the life you want to, yeah. to live right but why don't you build that up a bit more right to about 6000 7000 I don't know whatever the amount that your career allows you to then you have options you can yep. decide hey should I buy this should I not buy this should I spend on this should I spend on something else I think that is going to be a far more fulfilling life mm. than just saying that I got a house I got a car mm. but I'm living on 500 ringgit every month Mm-mm-mm. I will add something to that. I would actively play pretend I own a house. Mm-hmm. Right. How how does it work? Okay, so so it's like, <laughs> eh, why suddenly when banks force you to pay, right? No mm. matter how unhappy you are, you have thousand eight to pay the bank, mm. whether you like it or not. Mm. But suddenly when there's no force, right? Uh huh. Oh yeah, never mind lah. This month blue already. Okay. Uh, okay. So suddenly that month only go vacation, then budget for mm-hmm. new watch or whatsoever. Mm. Suddenly, if you don't have that rule, mm. it wouldn't happen. Mm. Why don't you play pretend? Mm. Like two years later, you wanna buy a house. Mm. Start practicing today. Yeah, every mm. month, right? Just tax yourself one thousand. Mm, mm, mm. Right, 
then like whether you have a house or not you this is mm. the feeling of having a house mm-hmm. actually I, I like that rule because that's something I personally practice with a lot of things mm. right so I force myself to pay a certain sum of amount mm. because I intend to own something or intend to do something in the coming months or coming years so I have actually different funds on mm. right that I just forcefully put it in uh. oh. so that when the time happens right mm. I just need to activate the sum mm. or I can choose if I'm better off at that point of time I can choose and now I can change the purpose of this and let it roll yeah yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, even yeah. more. I, I, I think that's a, a good rule to practice because they this this applies to a lot of people who takes the commitment as an excuse to push mm. himself. Yeah, oh, and I that happens far often than we think. Actually, yeah, in certain industries, uh. this is the way to push people to do better. Uh. Yeah, we don't like it or not. You gotta hit sales. Yeah, you gotta hit sales. Now play pretend uh. mm. A lot of people yeah. directly go into a commitment, right? Like, yeah. Ooh, now you, hey bro, can I help you? Yeah. And I think the trick to playing pretend, right, is to do it the moment your income comes in. Ah, yeah. And and not wait till you spend everything else and how much you left, then you go and save that that mm. balance. But more of let's say you're earning three k, the moment three k come, right, you one k you go somewhere already, mm. and you don't see it one, mm. right? Put in one of those robo advisor or mm. put into your FD or whatever, just park it somewhere that's off your yeah your usual banking account, and then you go spend yeah. whatever your your usual. Put into a account, then the ATM card you cut it. Ah, yes. That's what happened to mine. Yes, yes. I I I did the same thing. I ah, do the same thing. Ah, exactly. I didn't cut it. I lost it. Ah. But but suddenly I want to withdraw money. Or you just hide it somewhere, lah. You know, how, put it somewhere. How to withdraw money? Then I got I got this bank account ah. where I don't know how to withdraw money. <laughs> Online transfer out. I don't have a password so. <laughs> so wow. So, so now like hmm. Okay lah. As as long as I can prove myself, then ah uh, yeah yeah of la. course you so, you just need to go to the branch and do yeah, all yeah, stuff yeah. yeah. Every year you pay extra of eight ringgit, but I think it's fine lah. <laughs> so okay, last last mistake that you would recommend that people would don't do. I think the last one would definitely be something that you have spoken about mm. uh, countless time as well is to actually not only visit enough uh, showrooms and visit enough properties, but I would add that to say also visit other investment uh, vehicles. Okay, okay, okay. Right, because. Every type of investment not only brings different returns, but not everybody thrive on a certain part of investment. Right? Mm. Like for me, right? Although I have something in the the stock market shares, but I'm terrible at it, mm. right? And I have no passion at it, one. So that's why it's, it's not working very well. Sometimes up, sometimes up, but I really don't take time enough to go and figure out. But some people do extremely well, right? And I think that it's important for them to realize that there's some of money. Don't just see property as oh sure make money one or mm. this is how it's supposed to be. Let me just go put everything in all in and silang you know and and, mm. and that's it. But rather to also take the time to evaluate. Okay, the same sum of money here 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 here. What can I do? Should I start a business? Like the question asked me yeah. right. Should I save the money to start a business? Maybe some of them should. Yeah. Right. Some of them will say oh maybe it's not property but could it be because you are very risk adverse. So maybe you just need a very stable savings plan somewhere. Maybe it's really just unit trust. Mm-hmm. Some would say yeah maybe I'm not starting a business but can I invest in other people's business? There are a lot of other options out there uh, instead of just jumping into properties alone. But even in properties right, I think it's worth considering right. Okay, if that is really your game, is it then Malaysia? Mm. Are other countries a bit more interesting yep, for yep, whatever yep. that you're looking at as well? That's why when I hear you say see enough, in my head, it's also beyond just yeah. showrooms, but see enough of how you want to use your money, how you want to grow your money over extended period of time. What a good point. Because a lot of people really do think that I only invest in property. 
Mm. Uh, in, in actual fact, you don't. Yeah, yeah, I don't. Mm. But uh, the rest is boring like, to me. Like. Mm, mm, stock market, well, you know, stock. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Same, same, same uh, feelings. You earn extra bucks. Like. Yeah. yeah. But property, suddenly you went out at a rate that you think is very good. Right? Mm. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the excitement is different, right? Mm, <laughs> cool. Wow. It, it, it's, it's nice to revisit all these points, but with a different twist. Because mm-hmm. now you are also heavily acquiring a lot. Congrats on the latest acquisition. I think the one in KL one. Yes, thank you. Wow, thank wow, you. Haven't finished your renovation. Haven't, but soon. I think by end of this month or so, mm-hmm. it should be done. And also, a very again another selfish one is the how can the channel be integrated into Open Academy? Ah, uh, because I have this concern where. I keep pumping out content, mm. right? To me, it's still not enough. The team is listening. <laughs> <laughs> it's never enough. But then I don't have structure. Mm. So like for you guys who found me during pandemic, right? Then there's a natural progression. Mm. Or like you grow with Sean content, right? Yeah. But then for new friends that, hey, you go and listen to Sean and they go jump into the latest podcast, right? Mm. What is he talking about? <laughs> Isn't he's like rapping? Wow. Some of the old birds are listening to my podcast at 1.5. Yep. Yep. Uh, Sean talks so slow la. Half an hour How to finish right <laughs> <laughs> So That's where I like I need some structure To the content right? Any ideas on How to do it I think that's where Exactly Open Academy Can come in la, Because mm. our Content team Is the one That works with Experts like yourself mm. To really break down And organise all the content because mm. what we realize are experts like yourself even other industries you have so much knowledge so much expertise you want to share and everything is a point mm. right but how should we organize it which should come first which should come second uh, mm-hmm. the, the length of it the progression of it this is something where Open Academy actually specializes in mm. so our team is made out of ex-media uh, producers ah. so they actually produce shows uh, podcasts not just in production but actually produce them edits them mm-hmm. uh, so that is the team that we have at Open Academy to help experts like yourself. So if you're thinking of building progression, you're building a special learning series, for example, that's something that we can definitely work on together. So is it a paid one? Right? Like people pay money to go and listen? Uh? Uh, that is actually up to me. Up to you. Oh, okay. okay yes. Okay, so okay. we have experts coming in. So what experts like to do is that they will have different levels of content. Lah. So some of it a bit more introductory. Mm. Uh, They're more than happy to do it. Uh, free via mm. the app as well mm. right? but there are some that they are really going to details and they want people to have a bit more seriousness to tune in all the way mm. uh, then they'll have a charge to it as well oh so like besides property there are a lot more subjects to learn from a lot more subjects to learn from you learn from uh, starting businesses uh, fundraising leadership mental health uh, the entrepreneurship side of things digital marketing uh, what else? Uh, the legal side. Ooh. Quite a wide range. Actually, so what people do? People just download your app. People just download the app. They just go to the App Store or the Play Store. They just go and search for Open Academy. Uh, they download it, and then you. There are already free videos, like mm. hundreds and hundreds of them that you can go through. Hmm. Maybe we put a link down below because I think this will solve the active income part. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think a lot of people now like, oh, uh, I want to upgrade myself, Sean. Do you think a master's would make sense? Like, no. I, I would say no too. <laughs> I would say no so too. If it's free, okay lah. If it's sponsored, okay lah. But yeah, if it's yeah. like 20,000, 30,000 USD, mm-hmm. then should we pay, then you lock yourself two I years. think it's not so much of the money, you know. I think it's so much more of what you intend to do with it. Mm. Right? Because many people, when they do a master's or 
or PhD, right? They do it thinking that this is an instant step up of your salary. Ah. Now, coming from an employer side of things, right? It's actually it doesn't work that way, one. Mm. Right, so unless you say that oh, I'm building this because I need certain certification and this is a requirement, or because in the industry, let's say you are in the academia, right? You are yeah, lecturer. Yeah, yeah. Then obviously this will help you in your career progression. But some people just see that as oh, just go learn something, or better than sitting at home. Really, you have to learn something, right? Mm-hmm. Just go watch YouTube, right? Mm-hmm. Just go and subscribe to some online courses like Udemy or Skillshare, yeah. whatever, right? It's far better and it helps mm-hmm. you more immediately rather than just trying to further your studies for the sake of furthering yourself. And I can say that not because I'm anti. Mm. Education, right? I sit on an advisory board for a few universities in Malaysia. Yeah. Uh, I have a master's myself. I'm currently doing my PhD. Mm. But I'm telling people mm. that you need to know the reason yeah. why you want to do this. Then only whether it's free or pay money, at least you have an objective. Oh, you're doing your PhD? Uh? Yes, I'm doing my PhD right in, now. In? Uh, in marketing technology. Wow. Yeah, it makes sense, lah. Right. Yeah, yeah, it Dr. makes sense. Jan. Wow. Uh, no, no, I, I, I don't like the ring of that, but I, I was offered to do this mm. uh, by university, uh, so I thought, why not, lah? Yeah, I got offered once also to do uh, PhD. Ah, in what? In in real estate. Oh, oh, oh okay. Uh, yeah, uh-huh. But like, don't la. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Actually, after taking that, right? To be honest, I hope the university is not listening to me, uh, but uh I, I regret like at some points, right? Uh, because it, it's a totally different yeah, thing. Yeah, it's, it's like business and academia. That's a detachment, right? Whew. Totally so, different. I, I still remember I submit my final papers. The comments were not academic enough. Mm-hmm, okay. Because uh, I, I don't reference, not enough uh, reference uh, okay, to past f- papers. All right, all right. I, I fully write everything myself. Okay. Then they say that it's, it's not recognized. Yeah, honestly, I get that a lot. <laughs> you, can, you must copy from people. Like, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have to prove things based on past papers, yeah, right? Yeah, and yeah, yeah, that, yeah. that's the tough one. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Interesting, interesting. So, uh, I think we also got a clip of you last time saying that you won how many properties? Uh? Uh, I was getting uh, for 30, right? 30, uh? yeah. Yeah. Oh. 25 sounds small. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I it's also inspired by you, la, maybe. Mm. Yeah, so I think it's totally possible now. Mm. But we will have a separate issue altogether later. La, like yes. in, in disposal and all. Correct. And the greatest fear now, if it's budget, right, suddenly it does inheritance tax. Mm. Which is possible, actually. Yeah. yeah. And now, this is uh, something off topic, but uh, like the latest budget, right? I was looking into it, like not nothing much to properties, mm. right? That's but right. the whole novelty on like not burdening the normal people, but take money from the rich mm. and for those who can afford, right? Was the capital gain tax on shares, private shares. Yep. A lot of people don't know this, but a lot of companies buy companies mm. to acquire their property. One. Yep. It's quite a, quite a common practice. Uh, so a lot of land deals in Malaysia, right? Mm. Is company acquire company. Mm-hmm. There's no MOT. Even. Mm. So when we talk about MOT, 2%, 3%, right? For land deals of 600 million, right? The MOT is a few million. Right? Yep. Doesn't apply to them. Mm. Because they can just acquire company after company. Yep. And I got to know this when I was drinking coffee at a Kopitiam. Okay. Uh, so the uncle MOT say <laughs> pay Don't need to buy we just buy the company la. then eh now cannot oh. uh, yeah yeah yeah. Which is like whoa this new Prime Minister I'm okay, I'm not a political channel, right? But this Prime Minister <laughs> Good eh. And I okay, la, I think that's about it. Thank you so much for coming. Okay. Thank you, thank so you. So I would I think since on the same line if you want to try to learn new things, you can always download the app. Maybe I will be in there one day uh, <laughs> just to have some structure because a lot of people complain and now the channel go a bit too far, too fast. Mm-hmm. So 
need some structure in life we can definitely help you okay anyway thanks for coming and Thank I you hope you guys me. like this episode I like, I like it a lot and see you guys on the next one ciao